0: Hopefully, by listening to today's podcast, it can make you smile a little bit more, be a more thankful, more grateful, more gracious, and more hopeful to the world, to the world. and the people, and around, the people you. around you. We've seen the holy, the lonely, the sinner's hand, been to the promise, the garden, the wasteland. Hey guys, welcome back to my show, Um, Simply Send Talks. So firstly, I just want to say a special, special thank you to everyone who supported me, everyone who took a listen to my first podcast, and everyone who just gave me great, incredible feedback. I just want to tell you guys how much it means to me, and I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Uh, like I said, I never knew I could do podcasting, and I finally did it, and it feels really good to actually, you know, live out something that you always kind of wanted to do. So, thank you guys, and stay tuned for this upcoming second podcast. Thank you. Um, to start off today's show, it is planned out. It is going to be a long show, so make sure you, you know, get stuff out the way, and, you know, Whatever. Because when you tune into this show today, it's going to be a lengthy one. But a much needed, lengthy podcast for the obvious reasons. Um, I planned my show out today. I did a whole bunch of research. Watched some videos. And let's get started. Let's delve into it. So to start, I just want to first start out by saying... Um, I just want to sorry this is gonna be a tough one this is gonna be a tough podcast to get through bear with me because I know the world it's not even just me obviously it's the world that's mourning on today and the rest of the days that's gonna be coming forth so but I just want to start out by sending out my condolences to not only the Bryant family his wife his kids But the world, I want to send out a condolence to each person that's listening in right now. And I want you to know that you are loved. You are loved, you are cared about, you are thought about. And your life is worth a lot. And it's cherished. And I just wanted to take a moment to say that. Because life is so short. And you just never know when things are going to come to an unexpected end. So with that being said, um, we all know the tragic news of the happened. Yesterday, January 26th, 2020, Kobe Bryant um, died at the age of 41. He died in a tragic helicopter accident. Um, sorry for my spacing in the words or if you might hear me stop and pause, but this is very difficult to talk about. Um, I feel like any sort of hard, tragic thing that just happened just recently is gonna be very hard and emotional to talk about. So, like I said, he passed in a tragic helicopter accident along with his daughter. Gianna, who was only 13, and along with many others, there were nine in total that passed in this accident. So, today, I just wanted to, you know, express the admiration, what he has done for the world, what he's done for the culture he's done for basketball fans around the world and what he's done just for a regular person just looking for some inspiration um i'm just gonna give some quick facts about kobe bryant some of you i know all know this but i feel like it's important for me in a way i feel like i'm a mini journalist so it's my job when i come on here and i talk about events in um, current events that I do my job and do my research, so if someone out there doesn't know about cer- a certain topic or about a certain thing or about a person, I'm gonna fill them in. So many of you know that Kobe Bryant was born in Philadelphia. He grew up uh, specifically in the lower Marion area um, where he went to high school. Um, and he was very good at basketball, like very good. He was very quick and knew the game he knew the game so well that he went straight into the NBA from high school Um, Kobe Bryant was so talented and so iconic at a young age he knew how talented he was like you know I even watched old YouTube videos and old clips you got you can kind of see the confidence almost kind of turned into cockiness how you know He knew that he was like the GOAT of basketball. He knew how good he was. He respected his team and his, you know, other players, but he knew how great he was. And that's very important. Um, But Kobe Bryant had a 20-year career with the Lakers. Um, He was known, and he's going to always be known as the greatest basketball player of all time. He's going to always be known as that. No matter where you are, no matter who you are, no matter if you're a big basketball fan or you're not, you're going to know or you're going to always know that that man, like, was the greatest, you know? But outside of basketball, he did a lot of other ventures, a lot of other things. He invested his time in business ventures, music. He appeared in, like, music videos. He had verses on songs. Um, he appeared in TV um, Appearances and most importantly, he liked doing philanthropy and he was a philanthropist. He built, you know, things from the ground up, um, things that kids can have and will always have to, you know, help them pursue their, you know, job or future jobs in basketball. He did a lot of things for kids. I remember, I mean, I'm not even a kid, but I remember he had a podcast out um, and it was called The Punies. And it was just like a podcast about, like, it was a cartoon podcast. And I thought it was the coolest thing that Kobe Bryant has a podcast. Like, that's so cool. And it had people that I knew in it. um, And I would actually listen to it. And it was actually great. And it was actually very inspirational. And even though it was a kid podcast, it just, you know, really clarified how creative he was. He had so many things. He had a lot of books. He had production things that he wanted to pursue he was just very um involved outside of basketball he wanted to make that known he wanted to keep that legacy of yes i am a basketball player and a basketball star but here's what i also do and here's what i can do so kobe bryant he has a beautiful family he has a beautiful wife vanessa bryant and they have four beautiful children all their children are so beautiful and so talented uh he loved his family he was a family man and what i've heard and what i've seen and what i've actually listened to him on a personal level talking in interviews he definitely was a family man he loved you know after he you know his retirement you know i'm sorry during his retirement he just like being home and literally looking at his kids and seeing how beautiful and how talented they were and taking them to their games and taking them to school and coaching his, you know, second to oldest daughter, Gigi's basketball team. How amazing that was. Um, he just took a good pride in being that family man that everyone knew that Kobe Bryant was. Um, and I just want to take a second to talk about his daughter who passed along with him, Gianna Bryant, also known as Gigi. She was such a a light you can see how you know the pictures from the videos from the her you know just doing basketball herself you can see how she's her father's child you know all I me mean, all of them are but specifically looking at her she was so young and she you know she has such um a fire inside of her for this the love of basketball you can tell her father I remember him being on Jimmy Kimmel and he told a story of how she was they were at dinner and fans c- came up to them and was saying when are you gonna have a son you know when when are you gonna have your a son that's gonna pass on this legacy so you can pass this legacy down and she i believe she was like no you don't need a son i got this and for her to have that sort of fire and drive inside of her at 13 years old is incredible when he believed his daughter was going to make it to the wnba And to say something like that actually means a lot. Saying that you believe your daughter is such a beast and she loves it and she loves the competitiveness and the aggressiveness of the game that, you know, she's gonna make it to the WNBA, you know? And to know that those two also, I believe this whole month, they were like a gif. They were a trending thing because their bond was so beautiful. And even though it was like a couple seconds of them just trying to, you can kind of see he was explaining the game to his daughter. It was such a beautiful moment that everyone just was like, oh my goodness, this is so beautiful. And it kind of became like a trending thing on Twitter and everywhere else. But um, it is really sad and shocking that something tragic had to happen, Um, did happen. I can't even fathom or wrap my head around, around the loss of a child and the loss of, a husband and father I can't even imagine what what that family is going through gonna backtrack a little bit um, in case people are not up-to-date with the things that's going on um, at this point you guys should be and, and are and things are still coming out things are still getting investigated um, looked at checked on um, so these things I'm saying up at this point everything that I'm saying has been confirmed and I do want to make it a point to say that it's very important Um, I tweeted about this when you are discussing a tragic event and it has to do with someone's life I think as a journalist I went to school for communications and I took journalism and no I'm not a journalist but I do know it's very important to get your get the facts right and to not confirm you know, even put things out there until they are confirmed. I think that is very important. And it made me so sad yesterday just hearing different reports and this was, you know, this was this way and this, this was said and that was said and it's not important now. But I think it is important because you don't have to be the first of the first to get news out because at the end of the day, this news is sad either way you look at it. Either way, if you're the first person to put it out or the last person to put it out this news is just all the way tragic all the all around so i would rather someone to put out something i i can receive it way later but i would rather receive something way later from a journalist or a news um anchor or you know elsewhere later and have the facts correct versus putting something out first and like things are off and things are wrong um, and I just want to say that there has to be a better way for people's families or just the world to find out that somebody so iconic has, has passed on, because TMZ, is, it, it, it shouldn't be the, it should, that shouldn't be the way that people find out that an icon, a legend, a great person had passed on and his daughter and several other people. That should not be the way that that had to happen. Because it looked, it just didn't feel right, it didn't look right, and it looked to me at first as like a hoax. You know, TMZ is a gossipy site, so sometimes you really, they're not really as reliable and trustworthy as others. And even ABC News didn't really have it correctly at first. So I just think as journalists, as people who report news, and sadly this type of news, I would rather you get the facts out first before getting the story for breaking the story first that's all I wanted to say on that um, but I did want to talk about um, when he first heard about this accident um, January 26th around 9:45, in Calabasas California uh, a helicopter was crashed onto the side of a mountain like I said in Calabasas um, reportedly the helicopter seemed to be already having some issues because it was getting really low um they also said that um due to extreme weather it was a lot of fog it was a lot of um it was extreme fog and due to those things and possibly leading up to other things which we don't know as of yet but we're finding out as the story um develops but um Due to those things, um, nine people were involved in this terrible, tragic accident. Like I said, Kobe Bryant was one of them. His second to oldest daughter, Gigi, was involved. Um, John Altobelli, um, who was an Orange County baseball coach, was involved. His wife, Carrie, and his daughter, Alyssa, was involved in the accident. Peyton Chester, who was a teammate of Gigi's and her mother, Sarah Chester, along with the assistant coach for the team, Christina Masser, and the pilot also was involved. When this news broke out, literally where I was, I was just actually like on my, where I am right now, on my bed, scrolling through my phone, and I just kept seeing Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant, and I was just really puzzled because normally when you see things like that, kind of puts you in an off kind of place so when i decided to search it up i seen it and it was i was just such in shock and to for this to be a tragic accident is even worse and for other people to be on board is even worse this whole thing is just is just you know tragic and sad and the whole world is in shock and disbelief even right now um the world is mourning a beautiful soul, a beautiful spirit. Um also other families. Um you know, you don't even have to be a fan of basketball or Kobe Bryant to be mourning him. You could you're human, we are human, and you it's okay to mourn another human that you don't know. And I wanted to make it to say at some point in this podcast it is okay to mourn and be sad about someone that you never knew that you are not a fan of and to feel sorry for his family to feel sorry for that little girl who has uh, just been holding so tightly to her her dad that's okay and you know death and mourning and, and things like that they have no specifics you know it's not a rule that you have to mourn your your loved ones because they're your loved ones and most of the time when you're mourning people it kind of brings up other memories of your loved one that you once more so it's kind of all connection and it like I said before it's okay it's all right um I wasn't uh, a deep deep fan of basketball I do watch basketball but just to know that someone like iconic as Kobe Bryant passed on and it's no longer with us it's just really really sad and tragic and it makes you stop and think and it makes you stop and want to hug on to the people close to you and it makes you want to cry makes you want to do a lot of things it seemed like everyone everywhere did not know what to do after they heard this news there was a lot going on today there were just a lot and so, um, basketball fans in Los Angeles—they actually went down to the scene where it happened, or close to where it happened, just to really see what was going on and see if it was real. I guess, um, in their perspective. Also, a lot of fans went down to the Staples Center, which is the home of the Lakers, and many know it as um, Kobe Bryant built that home. You know, he was the one who brought it home, and they went there just to pay their respects came in their jerseys with basketballs just mourning just this a great man um like i said it was a lot going on that sunday speaking of a lot um players and the players who after everyone received this news the basketball players still had to play in the game they still had to play and You know, I don't know all the rules to basketball, and I don't know what you can or you can't do. But I feel like under these circumstances, that they shouldn't have been able to play in that game. Like, you know, if you're a human and you have a heart, you like. Number one, I feel like the first. When you hear anyone passes, you're just in shock. I think that's just your first instinct. You're just shocked. You're in disbelief. You can't believe it happened. So. I don't know how those players actually went to go out and play that game, but they, they did, um, and I don't think it was right, they shouldn't have, how are you supposed to play a game on a court, and when, when you're mourning your friend, or mourning someone you once played against, or mourning someone that you looked up to, so, I think they should have canceled the game, let me know what you guys think about that, um, Also, along with a lot going on that past Sunday, it was also the Grammys. It was Grammy weekend. Music's biggest night. Now, I'm going to slowly transition and respectfully transition into the Grammys. Um, The Grammys wasn't a happy occasion. They tried to be, but at the end of the day, someone passed. An icon passed. His daughter passed. Several other people passed Sunday. So it wasn't a happy occasion. It was something to try to get our minds off of it, but every now and then you still thought about it. So, like I said, um, it was the Grammys. So Lizzo opened up, doing what she's doing, what Lizzo does. You know, um, she was great. Um, then Alicia Keys came out, who of course is the host of the Grammys. She came out um, and said, you know, we are all standing here heartbroken. We are standing in the house that Kobe built, and as she said that, she basically was saying, I want to take this time out to pay my respects and to do something. And when she said that, Boys to Men came out, and her, as well as Boys to Men, performed um, Heart to Say Goodbye. Um, It was a cappella, it was just a moment for everyone. At the Grammys and everyone at home just to reflect on how short life is and how precious time is and just to reflect about Kobe and his little girl and all those other um, people so that happened and then after that there were some performances by the Jonas Brothers they did a two songs Tyler the Creator performed, and he performed his song, Earthquake, along with Charlie Wilson came out, and also Boyz II Men. They were very popular this evening. Um, Then Little Nas came on and performed his smash hit, Old Town Road, with Billy Ray Cyrus, um, with guest performances with BTS, Nas, Diplo, Young Thug, and Mason Ramsey. It was a very impactful performance, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, It was very good. Also... Uh, Demi Lovato um, moved everyone with her emotional performance it was very beautiful Um, I could have just cried because like any type of emotion that was shown that whole night it just made me want to break down and cry Uh, so she did a really beautiful job Ariana Grande made her comeback with several melodies of off of her last album she did a good job and then after shortly her came on She's one of my favorite singers, so she, of course, did a fantastic job. Then they had Aerosmith come out, and they rocked the house with Run DMC, classic. Both of those bands or a group of men are very classic. If you know them, you know them. And then there was a tribute that was very emotional. The tributes were for Prince, and it was for Nipsey Hussle. Um, Nipsey Hussle's whole family was there, including his girlfriend, Lauren London. Um, And that was just emotional seeing that again because just last year, literally, Nipsey Hussle was at the Grammys. So I'm not going to give you a whole rundown on the Grammys. If you want to highlight, I'm sure you can go on Google and search it. But I'm just running down a quick little um, of kind of the highlights of what happened, like the major parts of the shows. Billie Eilish walked away with some big wins for her first ever Grammys. And as well, she's performed for the first time ever on the Grammys, which was amazing. If you guys haven't checked out Billie Eilish yet, I suggest you do. Her music is incredible. Um, overall, it was a really good show, but very, like I said, emotional show. Just because of the whole year 2019 and starting this year off, just losing so many people. It's so emotional, so many impactful people at that. Um, it never makes for like a joyous occasion. It's always gonna be emotional, no matter what. um, so yeah, that was just my rundown on the Grammys. It actually surprised me. um I really wasn't thinking about the Grammys I'm like I said I'm in my last podcast. I am a big music fan, and i've been I have kept up with the Grammys since I can remember since I was like. I want to say eight. Like, that's how far back I've been watching award shows and the Grammys, NAACP, BET Awards, Soul Train. Like, I've been watching so many musical award shows for so long because it's just so captivating to me. Um, But for some reason this year, I didn't think it was so close. Not until literally last week. Um, I think I read a tweet and I was like, wait, when is the Grammys? And I Googled it and it literally was like January 26th and I was like, gosh that's next week so yeah um that with the grammy's that was really unexpected usually they happen in february but i guess they changed it for some reason but also i wanted to mention that during the grammy com- grammy commercials there were two commercials that stuck out to me the most i'm pretty sure if you're listening to this podcast you know what i'm talking about there were two google commercials that really stuck out to me um They were like these commercials were amazing. These commercials. Well, the first one I seen. Firstly, I wasn't paying attention that much. But as soon as I seen most searched, most searched performance and Beyonce came across the screen. I'm just going to say, if you know me, then, you know, (laughs) I love Beyonce. You guys don't know. But yeah seeing her come across the screen and i was like oh my gosh and then it was just so many other most searched it's like the most searched guitar solo prince most searched talk show host oprah most searched tennis player serena williams most searched speech marlita king like it was just so many most searched and to see this before february before you know black history month it just made me so happy and also was another commercial that Um, tributed the NAACP which is coming up which is another award show that I always always watch and that I recommend because now I'm going to delve into a topic that I kind of wanted to talk about Saturday um, before the Grammys there's always something that happens Saturday either Saturday morning or Saturday evening there's always some sort of party or brunch or what have you so it was that evening It was the Clive Davis pre-Grammy party. You guys don't know who Clive Davis is. He is an icon in music. He's helped so many of your favorite artists. or so many talented artists that your parents grew up with or whomever. He's just so talented. So Clive Davis, every year he has a party, um, pre-Grammy party. So at this party, um, Diddy was awarded this big award um, basically just for just being diddy and making so many things happen and so uh he came up got his award said a beautiful beautiful speech and he just had a conversation and in the conversation he wanted to talk closely with the grammys he basically was saying if you guys want to look this up after my podcast you are more welcome to so diddy was basically just saying if you're not all caught up then you know that the grammys is getting sued currently or they're working on it um, the Grammys is getting sued because it's just at this point if you're black or, or minority who won a Grammy it was by chance it was it was by luck or chance it wasn't because that they you know put it in for the Academy for you No, it was by luck <laughs> that's just how I feel by now because it's been this has been happening for years I'm on years so many black people we not respected in the Grammys. So many hip hop artists were not respected who passed on who didn't even get a chance to even be really awarded for anything. Um, so then he just had a conversation just saying, y'all need to get it together. We're in 2020 and there's no reason why so many legends. Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson did not get a Grammy for his album Off the Wall. He did not get a Grammy for that. And he just was talking about, you know, so many, you know, beautiful, talented artists. Beyonce was snubbed twice. Jay, Jay Jay-Z was snubbed. Like so many people, Nas, like so many just talented creators, rappers, talented people. And that's why you don't really see a lot of black people at the Grammys. That's really why. If you ever sit down and watch the Grammys, you just see a lot of missing people. Like you're like, oh well, where's this person or where's that person? That's why, 'cause they feel like they're not respected. They feel like their artistry. It's not even about awards. It's really about. You don't even see me. As a black artist, and you know, moving the culture in ways that, people, people are making noise about it, but y'all are not, giving proper notice to these people who are moving the culture so i just really wanted to have that conversation i'm i'm i can go for hours about this conversation as you can see i'm really passionate about it but um yeah i just wanted to go ahead and really tie that into black history month and and knowing our our worth and knowing how important we are as black people i know many different people are listening to this podcast right now but if you are black you know you have black magic and to see so many people copy what we do, or to hate on what we do, or to not give credit to what we do, is just so exhausting each year, each time, each moment, each second. So it's almost February, and we need to start sticking up for ourselves. We need to start talking to these people who are in charge of these big corporations, telling people why we deserve you know, the chance to just be. <laughs> You know, we are it. Just knowing your worth in general, no matter what color you are, is important. But mostly black people. Because we're not reminded. We remind ourselves. And, you know, mothers and fathers remind their children. But so many people that don't look like us don't remind us. You are beautiful. You are worth it. You deserve it. Not that many people do that. So, um, I know this is a lengthy podcast. And... I know my emotions are all over the place, but a lot of people's emotions are all all over the place. So I just want to take this time right now to just say to everybody in the world that just keep on being strong, just keep on having hope, just keep on being there for your loved ones. Literally, cherish everyone that you hold close to your heart, because. Life is just so so precious. All you have is that moment. All you have is this moment. Really important to check on people who say that you know I'm good and you know who appears so picture perfect on the outside. It's really necessary to check in on them and to check on their well-being and to make sure to tell them you know have a safe trip back and from and to and you know just really be involved in people that you hold. That you hold dearly to your life really hold them close to your heart try to work on just being a nicer person to people uh smile more laugh more try to spend more time with people if you can that's the end of my podcast and thank you for joining me i know this is a lengthy um long podcast but it was much needed like i said and if you guys like I said when you stay tuned at the end you'll get a chance to know what songs at the beginning so that song I was playing at the beginning of the podcast that was the instrumental and you can go check the full song out it's actually called hold on by Bishop Briggs it's a beautiful song and it's really really necessary I believe for today and all the sad days and the days that you feel like you have no hope and just know that we all need to hold on to each other tighter and hold each other close So thank you guys and stay tuned for another Simply Send Talks. Bye guys.